0: Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. This is also the first podcast I'm just sitting down and going to record in my home studio without tweaking anything or testing, just turning it on and going. Uh, It's been a long road. It's not done yet, but at least I didn't have to do anything. (laughs) So we're going to talk about the first episode of The Peripheral. So per some previous podcasts, I have backed off watching all the hype about things. I honestly don't have time. Show me a trailer for a movie, show me a trailer for a TV series, send me the single for an album, you know, and let me digest that and then, you know, I'll put it in the in one of my several piles of something I want to check out personally, something I want to check out professionally, whatever. I heard the peripheral was coming. I heard the people that are behind Westworld worked on it. It was gonna be on Prime. I don't even I didn't even watch a trailer. I was like, okay, well, I'll check it out. Didn't get hyped, didn't watch any of the interviews. Some stuff came up in my YouTube feed the last couple of days. Everybody was talking about it. And I'm like, I don't I don't I don't wanna know anything. I don't I really don't want to get hyped up because sometimes Especially with some of these big budget movies, they hype it for a year. And by the time I get there, I get disappointed because nothing could have achieved um, the levels that the hype raised your expectations to. So I didn't know anything about the peripheral other than one of my friends posted today that uh, he's a big William Gibson fan and didn't know why they keep picking short stories like this when he has much greater works. I will tell you what I think it is. I know that in TV production especially, but sometimes in movies, short stories are easier to adapt than books, series, trilogies, that kind of thing. Short stories are much less fleshed out, giving the writers more room, more creative license to do dramatic things. I mean, that's really why it's easier to adapt a short story. It's the The prose is not as verbose. It's not as... Fleshed out, it's it's a it's a usually a snapshot more than anything or an idea. So taking a, a good story by a good writer, a, a good short story, and then creating a series about it, they don't have to follow a plot. You know, they can they can begin where the story begins and take it somewhere else. And I think, especially some of the things I've watched lately, like Twelve Monkeys, that those are some of the best series where they take this idea from a movie or a book or whatever, and then they expand on it. They they start and they satisfy that original story and then they go somewhere else. And it's the going somewhere else to me that defines how good the show is. Westworld is a show that was based on basically a Michael Crichton movie. Really, I don't I think it was was it a book first? Or was that the first one he wrote as a movie? Anyway, they did so much more with that idea over so far the seasons of Westworld on HBO than I could have ever imagined based on that original, arguably, smaller story. And hopefully that's what's going to happen here. So I I knew that it was a William Gibson short story based on something in my feed today. I had not watched a trailer. Well, I saw a bit, you know those little five-second ads that come on YouTube and you can click past them? I saw a five-second thing where she meets... Um, some of the robots, Chloe Moretz. And I thought the technology was cool. It reminded me of Westworld. So anyway, I I was going to watch it sometime. So here it is Friday night and and I, you know, made dinner and I was like, well, I want to watch something short. And I don't really want to get into 12 monkeys because I was going to, I'm trying to review that episode by episode. I really didn't feel like doing a podcast tonight. (laughs) So let me watch this and I'll see if I like it. Well, obviously, I watched it. It's 75 minutes long, and here I am recording a podcast on a night I didn't want to record a podcast. The show starts in 2099. It flashes back to 2032. You don't really know why. Chloe Moretz is uh, helping out her brother, doing some what appears to be virtual reality kind of stuff, but they're doing missions, so... They don't really fully explain that it's in, you know, this metaverse or whatever, but they're trying new tech and all this. And in the future, some little things, the bike she rides, some of the other things are are, are a little futuristic, but most everything looks kind of normal. And so she tries this new tech they have. This all goes in the episode. I'm not going to get into too many spoilers, but she tries this tech and it's the best thing she's ever tried. It's like actually being there. And after the experience in there, things start changing in her life and may affect her family and her world. Unfortunately, I read what the second episode is about, so now the mystery is solved on what was really going on. But obviously, first episode of, of eight or ten or however many it's going to be... Um, some red herrings and stuff will be dropped in the, in the first episode. So the, the MacGuffin is you don't know what she's gone into. It's just the most cool, you know, it it feels like you're being there and it turns really dark while she's there. Some pretty dark things happen. Um, which is, I guess, different than the missions she performs previously in these other virtual reality type situations. Her brother lives in a trailer on the property and he's got a virtual reality chair. This stuff is, is plucked right out of ready player one. Um, Maybe it was in the Gibson novel first, or book, or short story, whatever it is, and I'm, that's entirely feasible. Um, but anyway, I thought that was an interesting synergy there. It, it would be a something, a tangible connection to something we already have in our pop culture vernacular about virtual reality and being isolated and like that in a chair in and in a little trailer that um, you, know, you can kind of isolate your experience instead of being typically in a room or a bedroom or a you know, living room, whatever. So I thought Chloe Moretz is great in the show. I thought um, all the other characters are in it. Um, the the her brother is played by and his name is escaping me, but he was the boyfriend in Midsummer who was kind of a jerk in that. <laughs> um, he's really good in this too, and he has to do some pretty uh, amazing things. Um, I really didn't know what to expect when I sat down. Like I said, I didn't watch a full preview. I didn't really get into any of the hype or discuss. I just know who was behind it and and who wrote the original short story. But I was totally engrossed into the filmmaking aspect of it. Um, Vincent Natale uh is one of the exec there's a lot okay there's something i i don't usually notice or pay attention to unless there's some names in there there were a lot of producers and executive producers a lot of because i'm looking for all right i heard people from westworld are on this and you know mr nolan popped up and, and miss joy popped up and okay i'm like all right i know those names but they were the last ones there were all these names before and i didn't know any of them, a lot of those producers um But I saw uh, Vincenzo Natale, I think. It's not Vincent, it's Vincenzo. Um, He directed the Cube, the original Cube movie, that Canadian movie that they made sequels to and has been ripped off on uh, a thousand times. And he's made many other movies. I think he did um, Splice, which is a good little sci-fi movie a few years back. Um, He's been involved in some TV productions and some pretty big stuff. I want to say... Maybe that uh, a carbon whatever show on Netflix. I don't. I he's been involved in something. I'll have to look it up and put it in the comments or something. But anyway, he was a producer on this and he directed the first episode. And it's got a very hypnotic, almost surreal feel to the filmmaking. The way the camera moves around, the way it the the opening titles are almost a surrealist painting, and and you almost get a little bit of that. In just the way it kind of feels, especially to the characters, when she gets done using this new tech, her world is kind of skewed a little bit, and you're not sure why. I guess it's going to be clear in the second episode based on what I read as the synopsis for the second episode. But by the end of the first episode, you know that the the threat and the mystery is real, and it ends there. And it's 75 minutes... You know, that's almost a movie length. I was entertained the whole time. Didn't look at my phone, um, finished dinner, put the plate up, and put my feet up and enjoyed the mystery and the ride. Cannot say a better thing about a TV show. Again, when we're getting to 75 minutes, though, I've mentioned this in another podcast, you're almost getting into movie length. But it's, it's definitely not a movie. It doesn't move at that pace. But it doesn't move so slowly that you lose interest. I was invested the whole time. I'm interested in learning about this world and the tech where she works is kind of interesting, kind of involves 3D printers and maybe some kind of teleportation technology. Um, And then what's really going on with this new tech which we'll explore in the second episode, which I will watch at some point this weekend and follow up with the review, most likely. I don't plan to review TV series episode by episode. I have agreed to do the 12 Monkeys because somebody requested that. And so far, it's been interesting enough each episode to get into each episode. Uh, this could be, I mean, Westworld usually is, but I usually just review a season at a time. We'll see what happens. Um, whatever the future holds, we'll find out together. Thanks for listening. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Links are below. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing. All that stuff is important. The numbers are going up, and thank you so much for that. Um, And spending time with me as I talk about this new TV show on Amazon Prime. I didn't mention that. Have a great day.